cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, Dogecoin, and Ethereum are a part of the mainstream conversation and in the news. But should it be a part of your investment plan? We're going to decode the terminology and explore the tech a bit so you can weigh whether or not it's the right option for you. Welcome to Simplify and Enjoy, the podcast and community focused on helping families have less stress and more options through minimalism and financial independence. I'm your host, El Martinez. This podcast is sponsored by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Find out how at bankbetter.org. We're talking today about a topic that has been popping up all over cryptocurrency. Just this year alone, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and many others have been on a roller coaster ride with their prices. Coinbase just went public this April. And there's a lot of excitement and questions about the crypto space. And there are couples who don't quite see eye to eye on this. I've gotten questions, first of all, about how exactly these currencies work, and then second, if now is the time to jump in and invest in it. In some cases, from what I'm hearing, one of you is excited about this new opportunity, while the other is skeptical or just plain against it. Like any major decision, it's important for your marriage and for your money to discuss your options and make sure that it fits in with your goals and financial plan. In this episode, we're going to get into the essentials about the tech and terms used with cryptocurrencies, and then we'll talk about what to consider and discuss so that the two of you can decide whether or not it's the right option for you. We have a lot to cover, so let's get started. Before we decide whether or not cryptocurrency is the right move for you, It's important to talk about some of the essential and foundational terms and tech that's being used. While the idea of having digital currency is in itself interesting, the technology behind it, specifically blockchain, is the real star. Basically, think of a blockchain as a public and digital ledger of all transactions. Typically, when we make transactions, for example, paying bills, buying something from a store, or selling online, there's some communication, not just between buyer and seller, but between our bank and whoever we're dealing with as well. Our banks are checking with each other to make sure that there's enough money to cover the transactions. To a degree, that makes sense, but like everything, there's a cost in that, not just with transaction fees, but also the time involved. There's a bit of a delay between the two parties. Yes, you can pick up your item or you can sell it, but then you go and log on online with your bank and there's that pending charge. And it could clear quickly or it could take a little bit of time. With blockchain, that is significantly reduced on both fronts because you're dealing directly as buyers and sellers. And that public ledger keeps a record of all transactions, not just yours, but everyone who is using that digital currency, for example. Instead of using bank accounts, you have your digital wallets. Part of the security is that you have a private and public key. The public key part allows you to receive your digital currency. And then the private key is allowing you to spend that currency with your wallet. 
within that space itself, whether it's Bitcoin, Ethereum, or whatever currency you're using, the idea is you don't need a central bank because that security is built into that community. Encryption is used to protect your wallet from any unauthorized access. And because you have that ledger containing all the transactions and balances, that takes the place of a bank having to verify that you have that money in your account. The system is decentralized. Being decentralized is a selling point in itself for some people. All right, so that's blockchain in a nutshell. Let's talk about cryptocurrencies. We're going to start off with Bitcoin. It's the most well-known and it successfully kickstarted this idea of a new type of currency, something that's decentralized. Bitcoin was introduced through a white paper by a person or persons, we don't know for sure, named Satoshi Nakamoto. One way to think about Bitcoin is to think about it as gold. Specifically, when we talk about mining, you may have heard the term. Basically, that's computers crunching and solving complex math equations. It's meant to mimic the effort involved in physically mining precious metals. Now, there's a whole conversation that can be had on the impact that this mining is having in the real world. But that's for another episode, another podcast. What I want to highlight is the scarcity that's built into Bitcoin's design with a finite number of Bitcoins in existence. Let's talk about Ethereum now. First off, it isn't a cryptocurrency, even though it's usually spoken along with Bitcoin and Dogecoin. Ether is actually the cryptocurrency. Ethereum is the network. This difference is what makes it really interesting technology-wise for a lot of people. With that network, software developers can create smart contracts and decentralize applications. With smart contracts, you can automate certain transactions. Think about not having to call customer service and argue about rescheduling a flight or maybe getting a refund for a canceled concert or another event. That's the power and potential of Ethereum. This can go beyond just financial transactions. Finally, let's talk about Dogecoin. Whew. Okay, first off, it literally started off as a joke, a response to Bitcoin, and it's based on a meme. It really isn't designed like Ethereum or Bitcoin. For example, there's a certain scarcity that's baked in, either by design with a limited supply or by some kind of community consensus or planning. With Dogecoin, the supply just keeps growing. Again, this was started off as a joke, and I believe the creator had mentioned it took only a few hours to make. It's definitely become a community, and it's very popular online. But out of these three options, I would say this is the most speculative. So for me, unless something changes with Dogecoin, I'm not going to put any money into it. Now, if you're looking at the traditional cryptocurrencies and you want to dip your toes in, but you're not ready to deal with the volatility, then there's a different class of cryptocurrency called stable coins. By pegging itself to a cryptocurrency, some fiat money or commodity, it offers some price stability. Like I said, this is a very high level brief review of the key terms and tech of cryptocurrency. 
I believe that learning the essentials of whatever you're investing in is the first step. If you want to dive into the weeds, and it is fascinating, there's a lot of different resources out there and papers that you can explore that I've included in the show notes. How you invest your money is your choice. However, you owe it to yourselves to evaluate your decisions together. If you're planning on getting into cryptocurrencies, here are a few things that you should talk about. How does this fit in with your investment plan? How would crypto be a part of your overall plan? There are differences between investing and speculating. With investing, you're looking at the value, weighing the risk involved, so that you can generate a return on your investment. For those speculating, it's just an opportunity to quickly flip a profit. Well, that's provided they time it right. For your long-term financial health, it's important to focus on investing, not speculating. You also need to be honest with one another about how comfortable you are with this volatility. If there's one takeaway I've gotten from watching cryptocurrency prices, it's impossible to predict what's going to happen day to day. Then with this space, can the two of you block out the noise? There's a lot of information going out there about cryptocurrency, but not all of it is high quality. You want to make sure that the information that you're getting gives you an objective view of what's going on. You also want to review your finances. Make sure that you have that foundation in place. Is your portfolio diversified? Are you contributing already to tax-advantaged accounts? This might not be the most exciting part of finances, but it is important that you have those pieces into place before you start putting money into cryptocurrencies. Speaking of taxes, don't forget them. Just remember when you're trading, if you are buying and selling constantly, you're typically gonna have increased costs. And yes, the IRS is interested in how much you have in cryptocurrency. This is outside my wheelhouse of expertise, but just knowing the eyes of the IRS that your cryptocurrencies are treated as investments and are subject to capital gain taxes. It's a lot to consider and you have to make the best decision for you. But my piece of advice is if you decide to go into cryptocurrencies, don't put money in that you can't afford to lose. Starting with a smaller amount can give you some exposure without taking on a ton of risk. As you get more comfortable and learn more about the space, you can increase that amount. By the way, if you're looking to learn and earn just a bit of crypto, Coinbase might be an option for you. It's a cryptocurrency exchange platform that makes it easy to get started. One feature that I like is there's a section where you can earn rewards and it teaches you about different cryptocurrency. No, you're not gonna get a ton of money with it, but it helps you become more familiar with the technology and the different currencies that are out there. You can then be in a better position to see if you want to invest more into this space. Another thing to consider is whether you'd rather put money in companies working in the cryptocurrency space like Coinbase. And no, this is not a stock tip. You really have to put in your due diligence with anything you invest in. I'm just throwing out another option that the two of you can look into. However you invest or get involved with cryptocurrency, please make sure it's aligned with your overall financial game plan and your risk tolerance. 
This segment is brought to you by Republic Wireless. Looking for affordable smartphones, nationwide coverage, and plans that don't cost your family a fortune? Switch to Republic Wireless. I've been a member for around nine years and love them. Bring your own or grab one of their phones, like a Samsung Galaxy or Moto G. With plans starting at $15 a month, what's not to love? Find out all they offer at republicwireless.com. Before we wrap up, I want to share a few key takeaways I got from preparing this episode. The first is invest in yourself and learn about the technology behind cryptocurrency. In all likelihood, this technology is not going away. So making the time now to understand blockchain, the different cryptocurrencies, while you don't have to know everything and become an expert, becoming familiar with it can put you in a better financial position, even if you're not directly getting into cryptocurrency. The second is before you jump in, make sure that cryptocurrency or getting into that space, that it's aligned with your goals and risk tolerance. For some couples, there's this anxiety and fear of missing out, which is not good when you're trying to think long-term and objectively about the best financial decision. Which leads me to our third point, focus on investing, not speculation. There's a lot of hype and volatility to sort through. So make sure that as you're putting money in, if you decide to go that route, that you understand that this is for the long term and not some get rich quick scheme. Your finances will be in a better position, but also you'll have a lot less stress in your life if you approach it from that direction. If you want to discuss this more, ask questions, swap ideas, maybe learn a little bit more of cryptocurrencies from others who have gone into this space, don't forget to join us in the Thriving Families group on Facebook. We're all about helping each other out with our family financial goals. A lot of us like to share some of our favorite resources so that you can educate yourself and make the best decision that fits you and your family. All you have to do is go to simplifyandenjoy.com slash FB. We hope to see you there. I hope this episode helps make it easier for the two of you to find a path that fits your goals and investment plan. As always, I'll have resources we mentioned plus more in the show notes. And yes, this week it is a lot of information, but if you're ready to jump into cryptocurrency, I want to make sure that you do it with both eyes open. I included glossaries, the white papers for those cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin and Ethereum, and then also some of my favorite resources to better understand the technology behind this. Next week on the podcast, we are still talking about investments and investment plan, but since it's June, we're going to do a tune-up. It's the perfect time to do a mid-year checkup on your finances. We'll get into how you can keep tabs on your money, make sure all your investments are working for you, and how to adjust your course if it's needed. So if you don't want to miss out on the episode, make sure you're subscribed. We're on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Our theme song is from Staircases, additional music by various artists over at Audio. Finally, and most importantly, thank you so much for your support. These episodes are based on your feedback, ideas, and questions, so I appreciate you taking the time to share them. 
If you want to have a say in future episodes, please join our community. Just head over to simplifyandenjoy.com slash join. It's free and you'll get weekly updates about what's new on the site, whether it's on the podcast, articles, or videos. My favorite part, though, is being able to hear from you when I ask questions that you can hit reply and it gets sent straight to my inbox. I want you to hit your family and financial goals this year and beyond. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care.